I'm the host of You Can Tell Me Anything, the podcast where I have comedians confess secrets they've never told anyone. I'm super excited today because my guest is Amy Miller. Hey. So funny. Hi. And and, uh, hello. I haven't seen you in a minute. I know. You got a haircut? It's maybe actually really long. Okay. It's different because it grew (laughs) up. Yeah. 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 I'm thinking about cutting my hair, but I was waiting for a... Venus to be out of retrograde really <laughs> uh, yeah kind Why, of yeah for, for real but also kind of like it's a joke but not really you it, get bad haircuts when Venus. yeah is- I don't know I kind of like got on this kick where I've been talking to too many people who are into astrology and like at first it was a joke and then I have a superstitious tendency so if someone tells me something mm-hmm. I can't get it out of my head yeah no, so people say Venus uh, is like the ruler of beauty and love. And so technically you're not supposed to, like, it's okay if you get a haircut then, but it's just like, it, there's more things that can go wrong. So I was like, mm. oh wait, but then I'm like, this is dumb. You're beautiful no matter <laughs> what That's haircut very sweet. you have, Teresa. <laughs> That's very sweet. I'm too superstitious. I have to stop. I, I joke about not being, about people who are superstitious and then I do it and I'm like, yeah i can't live my life like this it's hard to schedule around it it really <laughs> is i know it's like i should just i mean in a way like you're just creating the own bad luck by just right? not doing anything right yeah i don't know your dog is so fucking cute oh so you saw him on the very in the very beginning of the day when i was deciding if i should keep him he was a foster yeah and i said yes 100 percent, keep <laughs> him definitely and that's why he loves me so much because he knows i I'm the matchmaker. He really <laughs> does. Yeah, he just ran over to you. <laughs> he's resting his head, his little face on my leg. He's he's a part of this podcast. Um, Sweet angel. I, I do like to start every podcast for our guests to get, or our audience to get to know the guests um, by asking for a good confession, because not all confessions are bad. Mm-hmm. Do you have something good you'd like to confess? Well, yes. I I am reading a book. Ooh. And, <laughs> you know, I just, I want people to know that yes. I like sit down and like i read it uh-huh that's a great that's great because like, i feel like it but people don't have the time to do that anymore i'm saying it's like ink on paper and i like sit down and i like look at it and put my phone away uh-huh and my computer away and i just read what's the book <laughs> um it's called the mars room it's really good but okay that's beside the point uh-huh i just want like a badge you know maybe yeah, some sort of award you should uh you should send out a press release like a purple heart or something mm-hmm. like that that is a big i mean it's funny because i used to did you read a lot growing up yeah always i was like the girl who read under my desk while the teacher was talking like, oh yeah yeah very I read annoying in my, like in closets at home and stuff yeah yeah but i uh, i quit one day like cold turkey because i didn't <laughs> want to be a nerd i know it's so bad because i'm like ugh, i should have just kept reading that's so sad but like in high school no younger middle school i read um basically and then i was in like i read all the way through elementary school i was always just like it was like almost like to a point of an annoyance like my identity is like i love reading books 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 yeah go to the library all the time and then uh my and then when i went to sixth grade in middle school like i watched a lot of teen movies and i was like i want to be cool and people oh, no. made fun of the nerds because I was in a gift, like a, well, sounds dumb, but you know, those gifted programs where they separate yeah. you. Gate or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. But the <laughs> popular kids made fun of us. So I was like, I don't want to be a nerd. So I was just like, I don't need to read. And then I just stopped. Oh no. Yeah. That's so tragic. It is. And then I only really read the books we were required to in high school. And every once in a while, obviously I've read since then, but for leisure, but I, I never picked the habit back up. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I guess I, I guess I, um was aware of what you're talking about, but I was like weird in so many other ways that I didn't, I don't think the <laughs> reading was really going to like put me over the edge. Um, but I, yeah, I read pretty obsessively through like college and then, um, and my early twenties. And then I don't know the dawn of the, of social media yeah. probably ruined it for a lot of people. Yeah. Cause we just want to digest things so quickly now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my big, I just want to get it out there. Just spread the word. Like I'm reading a You're book reading a book, and 
Sometimes I drink tea while I'm have Aww. while I'm reading it. Yeah. Do you it's set like aside time, and you're just like, "Ooh, I ha- I'm gonna go back to that book now." Well, no, that's metal number two because I've like picked it up just mm-hmm. out of enjoyment and not obligation. Oh, that's great. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, applause break. <laughs> Man, I try. I I think habits are. It's like so easy to um it's not easy it feels hard to start a new habit but it's as easy as just doing it like you just wanting to read the book and then it makes you feel good so then you probably yeah. want to do it more and then yeah i'm c- also at the point now where i like got old enough that i don't feel bad about picking up a book and leaving it if it doesn't like grab me within 50 pages or whatever because i don't know then you get in this spiral where you're like well i'm still working on that book that yeah. i don't really like that much and so then you're just not reading at all. So now That's I'm just true. like, nope, 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 nope. And, you know, now I'm like, I've just been reading a lot more women authors because, of course, it, it it's more likely to grab me right away. Yeah. You know, so. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm reading a book. It's no big deal, Mushu. <laughs> Calm down. He's licking himself. He's, oh, yeah, he's. Delicious. Being a little sleepy babes. Delicious Mushu. Um, well, that's cool. So I was going to, another question I was going to ask is how you, um, like relieve stress but it seems like is reading something like that like if you if outside of comedy do you have like habits that you do this podcast is sort of also about just like sort of loosely related to therapy but just kind of ways Mm -hmm. to relieve anxiety and like get things off your chest do you have habits that you go to to help with that yeah i i try to get i try to carve out like a, a good amount of alone time i sort of got to the point where i i recognize that if i don't do that that i will go a little nuts and take it out on the people that are around me (laughs) Uh not like a horrible way but just if I don't get alone time then I will retreat while in a group you know what I mean and I'm the youngest kid so that's like really easy for me to do like you have a big family yeah um uh yeah big family and then there was always like extended like Mm -hmm. cousins that lived with us or you know friends that ran away from home whatever (laughs) Um, yeah, so a lot of kids, so it's very easy for me in a group to just like check out. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. Um, so I have to carve out a long time. So yeah, I mean, it's not like I like to take baths oh, or baths. Yeah. Or very also retro. just go to the pool. Um, so like swimming and like the hot tub reading for sure. Long walks. I don't know. I'm oh, like those are those are very nice things. They, like, yeah. The, I mean, I'm not. Um, I was just telling someone this the other day. Who was oh, um, Rhea Butcher was trying to get me into meditation. Oh yeah, and which I'm not opposed to, but I think that like <laughs> when people are like, oh, you have to practice self care mm-hmm. and um, have quiet time or whatever. Not that that's all that meditation is. I know that I probably need the focus, but <laughs> I'm like, if anything, I need less of those things. <laughs> I've always been very good at being like, I'm going to take some time for me, like even yeah. as a child. That's good. It's funny because I I have the opposite where when I do things like that, it stresses me out because it feels like like a thing I have to do. Like I've been thinking yeah. about trying TM because um, I think there's a place around here that does at scale mm-hmm. or sliding scale. But um, but the problem is whenever it just adds to this list of like, okay, I, I have this list of things I'm supposed to be doing to relax. Right. But I don't prioritize them. So then it grows. And then I'm like, God damn, I've got this to-do list. I have to like do all these relaxing things. And yeah. it's stressing me out. And I'm like, this is the opposite of what that's supposed to be <laughs> yeah yeah no relaxing is like my go-to mm-hmm. state so um I don't really have to carve it out too like and I can just a lot of the time I'll just like sit and stare I've always been that yeah. way um and then I don't know my boyfriend will be like are you okay I'm like yeah I'm just literally sitting it's just but like then standby mode. You're yeah. Like, standby. <laughs> yeah. And now living with someone who doesn't really relax too much. He's like uh-huh. very busy all the time. Um, I do see that. It, I guess it's a little bit more unusual <laughs> than I always thought. Nothing's unusual. It's just pe- people have different habits. But it's funny because I, uh, I didn't realize until you said that just now that I'm st- my natural state of like comfort is being like it's not actually but it is because i realized like if i have like if i finish something early or if i get home early and i've got like half an hour before the next thing i 
I can't just do nothing. You'll find a job. Yeah. Yeah. But then I, it ends up stressing me out because then I'll be like, okay, I'm going to try to fit this 45 minute thing into this 30 minutes. And then I'm like, I don't have time. But I'm like, this is extra. Like yeah. I wasn't supposed to be doing this. And for some reason, I think I'm not relaxed unless I feel like I'm like trying to catch up. Yeah, totally. Which is bad. I should probably not be like that. I don't know where that well, came it's from. Just, <laughs> yeah. It's just all about balance, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I, and I definitely have the other side and by the way, this is not to say that I'm not anxious constantly, <laughs> but I think it would be a lot worse if I didn't like have the capacity to for sure really like turn my brain off sometimes. Yeah, it's good to have um, go to things that relax you because it, even if it's just the motion of doing it, just mm-hmm. well, it's like a muscle memory. Your body will be like, OK, well, now is the time to feel good again. Or Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I also like to just like light some candles, have mm-hmm. a glass of wine and watch This Is Us, you know, like uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty of things I'm doing to unwind. Is that show actually good? I feel like so many people like it. But, like, it's obviously a very popular show, but I've never... I, oh, I love the it. The trailers make it feel so melodramatic. It I'm is. Like, but I love it. Okay. It's so bad. Well, it's a real callback to like, I feel like there was a long gap where we didn't really have that kind of like good, but sappy mm. hour long drama, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like like when I was in high school and middle school, there were a ton of those, you know, like picket fences right. or whatever, where you're like. Oh, it's just like it's like a little movie every week. I mostly <laughs> watch the teen ones, so like uh, One Tree Hill. And yeah, OC, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and yeah, it's so good. I mean, like, yeah, if you like the OC, you'll you'll like this. Oh, really? It's, it's funny because total melodrama. The way they name them now, they get vaguer and vaguer. I guess this is us was one of the first ones that like became popular. Now there's there's like life itself, and then there's yeah. all the names are just like, and this is yeah. people. Like it's just yeah. like life. You're like, okay, I get it. Your well, it's whole like, pitch is just people uh-huh. living life. And like medical and police and like lawyer dramas always exist. And there's always a million right. um, on. And they're, I think they're always popular. But just like a solid, like pretty well-written like family right. love relationship drama. I feel like it's been a while since there was one, especially this massive. Yeah. I love it. Okay, cool. Maybe I'll give it a shot. I, I do like Mandy more. I was just listening to her. Oh, she's songs so good in it. I liked her. Um, she, she was kind of like a knockoff Britney, but I liked her music when it came out. Yeah. Crush or totally. Yeah. That. I think if she had done all the same things at a different time outside of Britney's shadow, she might have had a different trajectory. But she acts her face off on that show. Yeah. People doubted her and she's delivered. <laughs> I liked her in uh, what's that movie that was based on the book? Princess Diaries. Mm hmm. Where she smushes, the, or she gets her I- the ice cream smushed on her, or whatever. Yeah. Or she does she smush the ice cream? I can't remember. I can't remember. I've only seen but that. She plays. Movie she like plays once. a mean girl. Yeah. Yeah. She's the best. I wonder if she. I. This might be wrong, but I thought maybe she tested for Mean Girls. This is a fact that you guys can correct me <laughs> if it's totally wrong. <laughs> but so vaguely, I feel like I have this. I can see her. I remember in that watching. Movie, yeah. I I used to have the DVD where it had the like extras, but I may have just heard that or mixed up something. But I yeah. I thought maybe she um tested for that. But anyways, tell me if that's correct or wrong anyways speaking of tell me things do you have (laughs) anything you'd like to tell me amy so it was really hard to come up with something because i don't um i don't have any secrets really yeah yeah open book i think so yeah you're very like a warm approachable person oh thanks that's nice to hear um i think also especially when i started comedy um I just was like, oh, I don't. I just am not going to carry. I'm going to try not to carry shame around or like Mm -hmm. and just try to be honest as possible. So and I guess I've never really had any big secrets, partially because I'm really boring. That's another thing. That can't be true. It just probably means because you don't feel shame. Like that's like (laughs) you think it's boring, but nobody else does. You know what I mean? Because I mean, I guess you're not holding on to anything. I'm just like a I'm just like a rule follower. Mm -hmm. Like I like rules and like honesty. So I just end up not having a lot of secrets because I don't. um, Yeah, I don't know. It's not like I'm doing a lot of crazy stuff. Were you always like like that? Or did you learn? Oh, yeah. Did you have a moment where you're like, oh, this feels bad to have a secret? Um, I think I've always kind of been like that. Yeah. Um. I mean, I was like a Christian kid, mm-hmm. so I it was like drilled into me that like secrets and lies were bad things uh-huh. to carry around. But then I also was like just naturally kind of a square kid. So <laughs> it wasn't like, yeah, there's not much to 
have secrets about. You know, I had like sin shame and now I don't have that anymore. So it's like, I mean, I guess if I was like 12 and you asked me then, (laughs) I'd be like, I masturbate. Yeah, (laughs) or whatever. But, you know, that's kind of gone now. Um, But I guess something that I feel slight shame about. Okay. Is how much I love Motel 6. The the uh, brand of hotel motels. Yes, the brand, the <laughs> chain of low budget motels around this great country. Okay, I think I've probably stayed in, like, in the last six months, maybe like thirty different motel sixes. Wow, it's become my go to. They don't have a loyalty program. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I know why. A lot of people <laughs> don't go back. People aren't loyal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I've gotten like a lot of shit from comedians about staying there. Well, not like the, not other poor ones, I guess, but I don't know. There's been a handful of people that have like made fun of me for it. And so then I just like, don't bring it up or especially if I'm like out of town for a festival or something and Mm -hmm. people are like, where are you staying? I'm like, um, (laughs) I kind of just skirt the question because I just don't want to deal with their judgment. Yeah. And I don't know what it's about, okay? Because in the last, like, five... Like, Motel 6, when I was a kid, was, like, the most terrifying place you could stay, right? Like... Yeah. Disgusting. And you just avoided it. Um, Last five years, big overhaul, okay? Okay. Here's a big plus for me. Hardwood floors. Oh, yeah. That's because I think of carpet when I think of motels. Yes. And it's so gross. That's mm-hmm. the worst thing you could put in a motel. <laughs> And so, like, all I really need in a motel is, like, clean floors and clean sheets, right? Mm -hmm. I assume that everything else is gross. I mean, obviously, everything has to look clean on the surface. But, like, if you go into a motel with carpet that's kind of stained or sheets also that are, like, patterned and you're like, no, I need (laughs) stark white so that I know that these have been soaked in bleach, Uh like, recently. Um and that's what you're going to get every time out of the fine chain Notice Motel 6. Why? Because I feel like there's also a lot of other bu- budget um, hotels and motels, but specifically you have an affinity for this chain. There are, but I think the other ones are pretty inconsistent because um, I think, I don't know why. I think a lot of budget motels also might be franchises. Okay. Or and they're like the lower version. It's like part of the Hilton or whatever, but they have a lower version. Or yeah. I, I think like if you own a day, like you can own a days in, like you can own a subway or oh, whatever. Okay. So then it's not like the same standards across the board. Gotcha. So there's like too much variation in mm. like a roadway or a travel lodge. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. in one city, it can be disgusting and then really nice in another city, depending on like what family owns it. Um, I have a, um, a, a minor confession, um, because when I went to Houston, uh, like a couple months ago or a month, I don't know, in September, um, my friend, oh, Atsuko and, uh, Okatsuko had booked Red Roof Inn mm-hmm. for me and uh, another, well, it was me, Christina Medrano and Atsuko. And we, we went there first to check in, but it was like so far away and, it, uh, and we immediately got there and we're like. I think we are going to stay somewhere else. So we booked another place, but it was more of a security issue there. Cause there, yes. it was a little bit uh, sketchy and I was like, we're three women. And I, it was so far away from everything. And we we're like, mm-hmm. I don't know. So then we uh, ended up booking another hotel, but I've never done that where I've, I've usually just, I've stayed like in like cars and stuff, but yeah, it was the only time where I was like, ah, okay, tonight we're going to just yeah cancel. Yeah. But roadway's another one where it can be like, pretty bad in certain places and i guess that's true for motel six too that sometimes it can just be like of course like in a bad neighborhood or something Mm -hmm. or a scary neighborhood but for the most part i feel pretty safe there um and although i do travel with slippers something about just the the floors like (laughs) really makes me feel comfortable yeah um and so part of the overhaul was they also like they like changed all the bedding you know and and the designs of the room. So it's okay. like very basic, like modern, um, like, like, air, like a budget modern. Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of just like a lot of square and like gray and like, you know, just a plain like orange stripe on the. So there are a couple Motel 6s you'll come across in the country where they have not yet <laughs> changed over to the new design. 
And then if I ever see that in the, like, I don't stay there because I'm like, you got to get on board. They're not up to date. Yeah. If they still have carpet or they haven't like changed their bedspreads or whatever, then I won't do it. But post overhaul motel six, (laughs) I just like, I'm on the road so much. And a lot of the time I'm driving. Yeah. Um, uh, that, uh, you know, a lot of the time when I get a room, it's like, I'm just sleeping there. Right. And I'm not hanging out. Yeah. And it's such a racket for that. You, like, hotels are such a fucking racket oh, for, for people sure. who are not, like, existing there, you know? Yeah, like, really, even really nice ones have such shitty, like, I mean, it's just, it's like you're paying for, like, a prestige or the owner being, like, a fancy yeah. whatever club owner, but. Yeah, and, like, you do get what you pay for to some extent because mm-hmm. if you stay at a Hilton it's going to be a nicer room but if you're literally there to sleep for six hours like I'm not saying every hotel should have an hourly rate <laughs> but something like the number of times I check in at like 4 a.m and I'm leaving you know at checkout it's like it's so often that I'm like this shouldn't be two hundred dollars right that's too much money for what I'm doing I'm not on vacation I'm not living in this room really I'm like going to sleep I might I'll use the soap and shampoo and then get out of there like you can take you should take $75 from me you know like <laughs> maximum but a lot of the time motel six 25 bucks 35 bucks 45 like oh it's wow insanely cheap yeah I sh- it's weird I've never really like I maybe it's because like I didn't stay in the motels with my family growing up like we Really, like, a vacation we would take is Disneyland, but we my grandma lived down there, so we'd usually, like, do the thing, the budget thing of staying at my grandma's in San Diego and then driving to Disneyland early mm-hmm. in the morning and then coming back. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because uh, as an adult, I studied abroad, and we were really big, in host for ho- uh, big into hostels in Europe. Yeah. And so, and I even did couch surfing, which is, like, re- can be really sketchy. Mm-hmm. It, it was a site, I don't know if you know it, but yeah. they used to have the site, for people who don't know that, um you it's like a literally like an airbnb yeah it's couch surfing but it's strangers and you just offer up your couch so i did that but for some reason like so it's like i'll stay in nice hotels couch surfing and airbnb or not airbnb um hostels hostels but then i just for some reason my mind motels like i connected to just movies and sketchy and like murder and crime and so i've never stayed in them and the one time i almost stayed in the red roof inn we bailed <laughs> so I'm okay like, maybe i need to give it another shot yeah. i don't know it's interesting you say that because part of the appeal for me this is also a confession this is embarrassing it kind of feels like i'm on the lamb you know okay which comedy feels like a lot of the time anyway because you're just like always in it you know often in a different city and and I've, I mean, I probably am running from something. <laughs> I don't know. Like even being a yeah, comedian from yourself, at all. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah. So I do feel like a lot of the time I check into a Motel 6 that I should be like um, dyeing my hair black or something, you oh, know, okay. and like shaving my facial hair. <laughs> There's a feeling of, um, yeah, feeling of like excitement. And yeah. Adventure yeah. It is. There. It's kind of illicit. And there Sorry. are. I don't know if that's. I, I don't think okay. it'll pick up There's in the mic. There's a dog barking outside. There are like often people that also seem like they're <laughs> on the run or living there or whatever. So being like a comedian, mixing it up with possible criminals and mostly truck drivers. Right. I'm like, this is dangerous. So have you, you know? seen what are like, I mean, have you seen anything sketchy or anything worth noting? So there was one time that I was in Portland. Usually when I'm in Portland, I stay with friends. But I did a last year stay at this Motel 6 off of Powell. Um, And when I checked in, I had stayed there before. And Mm -hmm. when I checked in or when I got it, it was like insanely cheap. And I was like, huh, this is suspicious. You you know, even Uh for like the east side of Portland. And um a lady the night before had been murdered in one of the rooms. Oh my God. Which you'd think would deter me from staying there. But, but you're like, Ooh, but here's the sad thing. When ladies get murdered, you're like, she's probably her boyfriend, you know, Uh which it did end up being. Oh man. It was like a lot, you know, and also you're like, they wouldn't strike two nights in a row. Well, yeah. Probability says, even if it's a serial killer, he's not going to revisit the original scene of his crime. Right. So I was safer than I ever could have been. Um, it's not like they put me in the same room or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So there was that thing. And I don't see, I mean, I'm always like getting there in the middle of the night and just like yeah. going to sleep. So I never see anything too, too crazy. Um, but oddly enough, right after I'd emailed you and said, you know, this is what I wanted to talk about. Uh-huh. Then then that night I checked into a Motel 6 that I do not recommend in okay. Mount Shasta. Fuck that Motel 6 if you're Why? listening. Because it was so dirty and okay. I felt very betrayed. Oh, no. And when I walked in, there was a giant um, roach on my <gasps> bed. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I had to change rooms. Right. Which I like never. I hate even going through that process. Like once I'm there, I'm there. Yeah. Like I'll put up with a lot, but that was too much because they're he probably had friends, you know. Oh, for sure. And I was like, if you're and on, on the, the bed, bed, it's like, yeah, if, if you see it on the floor and a really dirty motel you're like kind of like ah okay to be expected and it's like probably at one point it was on the bed but like once you see it you yeah unsee it I yeah think. yeah he was there as soon as i turned on the light and like oh. he did not scurry away quickly so i was like <laughs> okay was like, you're uh, definitely gonna all sleep sleeping? can you turn that off please yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and the whole place was just dirty and it made me so mad because it was clear that they had not also cleaned the floors Ugh. which is like the easiest thing to do so yeah, it was very disappointing. So don't stay at the Motel 6 in Mount Shasta. They really <laughs> fucked me. Okay, noted. It's um, also strange when there's just like, there's like stains on the wall by the bed that don't make sense. <laughs> you know, they're like food stains huh. usually. And I'm like, what are you doing Someone eating in bed through wildly? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like some trucker is just like, going nuts on some buffalo wings and just like flinging the sauce away. like i don't understand a lot of it was that kind of place where i'm like too many <laughs> mysterious stains and the sheet is not clean and there's a bug and the floors are not clean and like this this is like all that i come here for right. is like just a bleached nice sheets and a nice mopped hardwood floor <laughs> It's funny too because it's. I don't think motels are kind of place people throw big parties. It's not even though it's like you think of it as like oh can get trashed. It doesn't feel like sexy to throw. Like I don't think people throw I crazy mean, parties at motels, do they? Plenty of drug addicts. Okay, it's more like you go to shoot up or something, over. but not to yeah not like a, or like do coke all night or whatever. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean that for sure happens. Sometimes the rooms are kind of noisy, but for the most part, like it is. For truckers who just right just need a place to want to like sleep, yeah, for what whatever six hours before they go back out on the road, so it's pretty chill. Oh, I did say I just thought of a, this isn't a motel, but in uh, Taiwan they have things called love. They call them love hotels. Mm-hmm. They're like motels. I think they maybe charge hourly, but the one time I did, I w- we was out. I was out late, uh, and I was like on a date, and we were like, and I was staying with my grandparents. So I was like, ah. It was pretty late anyway, so I was like, I probably shouldn't go home and wake them up. But then we were like, okay, let's just get a ho- hotel. And then oh, I did and feel you can real- just get it for like a few hours. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And uh, and so I guess that was that's I guess that would be like a motel. Mm-hmm. But but that's what I think of motels as too. Is sort of like, oh, I just gotta. I'm a, I'm a trucker. I just gotta gotta have a little sex. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Just gonna call up a gal. And well, and I think also just like sleep and watch tv and like just relax yeah yeah um portable living room another thing about motel six no credit card required okay okay so you know whatever we're comedians sometimes times are tough right sometimes you're right up against your limit and you're like fuck i need a hotel i have the money for a hotel but i don't have the card to put down Uh yeah like that's always the funniest thing when you get like on festivals, if you ever are like booked and paid to be on the festival, uh-huh. and even if they're paying you a lot of money, like sometimes I'm like, I don't even know if I can check in, <laughs> but like I'm good for it, you know. Right. Like the rooms covered, like room and tax. Right, they make you put your own. Yeah, down. yeah. And then I'm like, I have twenty dollars in my bank account until this festival's over and I get paid. Um, it's such a crazy industry that that's what. That, that they just expect. I mean, so much. I mean, I'm still kind of in the phase where, like, a lot of times I'm just losing money, hemorrhaging money to go yeah. to places and do shows. But I'm still, like, at a point where I'm like, okay, this will be good. I justify it. I'm like, well, maybe I'll book some shows around this festival and, like, whatever. But um, 
but it is so crazy because I don't think there's a, a very many other jobs where they're just like, yeah, just like pay money out of your pocket, fl- yeah. fly to this place and then do this show that we're not paying you for for, yeah. ten, for 10 minutes. But also then you get to maybe mingle. I don't know. <laughs> I know. There was one festival where I, I, I like got in really late and I drove a long distance. I won't say which one it was. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm going to say I'm actually going to say something nice, but um, <laughs> I like... I, I like texted the festival like booker to like come down and put her card down because I was like, I just can't. Problem with the hotels is it like varies wildly, right? Sure. Like one place, it's $25 hold on your card or $50, right? And like that's that's fine. That's chill. But some like some double trees will take like $250 yeah. and you're like, what do you need this for over the next 24 hours? Like, just make sure the card works. You know, like what in the room is like approximately 250 (laughs) that you think, you know, I'm going to break this combination of things. Like there's no mini bar, you know. Well, if you break it, I feel like hotels overturn for everything. Uh, I think Robert Dean has a joke about taking a bathrobe and it was, they charge him 200 for it. Oh, yeah. And he's like, that's the most expensive thing I own. I think it's top very Oh, is it? Okay. I think so, but I know I know exactly okay. what joke you're talking about. Oh, maybe yeah. he was the one who told me about it. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I he heard him say it to me, but maybe, yeah, he's probably quoting Todd Berry. Yeah, and Todd's like, I'm not at the point in my yeah. life where I'm looking for free bathrobes, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they do overcharge, but that whole process is just like, it's also different every time, and it's insane. Right. It's like renting cars. Like, I still am not totally sure why in 2018 we have to deal with literally anyone to check into a hotel. Yeah, that's um, true. And also, I always look at folios now if I am checked into a hotel because sometimes they'll just add on random fees. Like, yeah. And you're like, what is this for? And then you call them and they're like, oh, yes, I don't know. And you're like, yeah, totally. Where did this come from? And yeah, it's all a racket. And so, but you know, not at the Motel 6. They don't care what you break. They, that's, my favorite thing is anytime they're like aggressive about, which is rare, aggressive about getting you out, like at checkout time. Like mm-hmm. if it's like 1159 or whatever and they're knocking on my door, I'm like, what are you going to do? Right. You don't <laughs> even know who I am. Like you have my photo ID, but you have no financial information. <laughs> so if I, I stay here all day, I mean, you essentially, they're going to have to call the cops. Right. So it's like I can take an extra five minutes. You right. can fucking relax. And they don't probably get paid enough to really care. They're just like, all yeah, right. exactly. And I always leave a little tip, mm-hmm. you know, to just encourage people to <laughs> clean those floors. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Okay, top uh, top three moments staying in a motel. Do you have Do you have any <laughs> that stand out, or do you like that they're all the same? Like it kind of blends into one. That, so that's a big part of it. Um, it's so it's so much a part of my routine now that it feels a little bit like home. Mm-hmm. Um, so sad. <laughs> it's like a portable home. <laughs> yeah, that is a shameful confession. Motel Six is my other home. Um, <laughs> like because they're all so uniform, it feels like a comforting place to sleep, you know, when I'm on the road. Um, but well, I like, I like that you can take pets and I don't have oh, a lot yeah. of, um, times that I travel with pets cause I haven't had my own dog, um, for years, but I did like adopt this dog a couple months ago. And then I oh. was on a, on the road with, um, David Borey and Chris Sharpentier mm-hmm. And we were taking this dog up to. <laughs> oh, I saw this on your yeah. Instagram to Portland, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. And Gus. And um, it's like so fun having a pet in a motel. <laughs> and Motel 6, very open to it across every single one. That's just their blanket policy. Like you can have pets. Oh, cool. They don't give a shit. They um, don't charge extra. They don't charge extra. Yeah. No. And that's another part of the racket. Um. And like having that also makes it feel like you're on the lam. <laughs> and I'm and now realizing I'm like sort of glamorizing homelessness, um, <laughs> like in a very childlike way, you know, because when you're a kid and you like have a home and a family, it's like very um, sexy and fun to think about running away or like sure. having a tent, you know, in the woods or whatever. Or like, yeah, staying in a motel. But I don't necessarily think that you're glamorizing the homelessness part of it. Maybe there's something that appeals to you about the freedom or not being tied to anything. 
yeah like to, Totally. I don't know. If, I mean, I, I don't know that much about your childhood. I, I know you have a big family. So does maybe feeling like you have, you know, responsibility to people or to things yeah, around my, you. Having my own space is really important. Yeah. And I, I just I corrected myself because I realized I was going to say like, yeah, it's really fun when you have a pet in a motel because it kind of feels like you're living there, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> like some people oh, wait, do. <laughs> yeah. That's a really insensitive thing to say because plenty of people do live in um chain motels long term and like i think like even here like that los feliz hotel you know um, okay there's a a couple of sketches oh the ones near where that like blue and white one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right by my place um it's like i think all residents you know it looks like that's kind of a bummer it looks kind of like a I wasn't sure. Every time I walked my dog past that, I was like, it looks kind of like it could be a front for something. <laughs> yeah. It's not quite. It's like, it's it weird. built like it. The front looks like a facade almost. Mm-hmm. And then it's so small, but it, it feels like it's supposed to be a bigger thing. Yeah. And there's so yeah. many places like that in LA where you're like, it's like four rooms. In oh it, yeah. Like, what is this? Oh, you just make money like having people shoot stuff here. <laughs> you know, like right. <laughs> it, it kind of just became a facade based on where it is, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah so the when we did that little tour that was a that was a real motel six highlight just taking this little dog gus from like room to room and then having a dog with you great way to avoid having to sleep with either boy comedian because i'm like well i have to sleep with the dog (laughs) because he sleeps with me so sorry but you guys have to share (laughs) and also i'm a girl so um that worked out really nicely (laughs) but it's just like it's just like the most fun having a pet in a hotel room. I don't know why. It's like because yeah, it's not your. You can kind of just be like, do whatever. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I hope not. <laughs> no, I mean, like, hopefully they're trained, but it's less of a fear of like, oh no, like yeah, it's just. And I, I can't imagine how overwhelming it is for dogs in particular to have like all of those smells. Oh of right, just like <laughs> a different human every night for you know a decade. Huh. Um, but and then the one time that I or the last time that I moved. When I moved to um, Portland mm-hmm. and the and the way down to L.A., like I had to, you know, be with my cat in hotel rooms and cats do not like to travel. <laughs> They're not like dogs. No. So <laughs> the consistency of having a Motel 6 every time was sort of like, OK, meeps, like now, you know, Aww. like this is where your cat bowl goes like <laughs> this general shape and structure is our home for the next few days, you know. <laughs> That's and nice. um i don't know that made it more fun i also enjoy that keeping up with the kardashians is on at every hour like <laughs> 3 a.m 6 a.m like it is always on in a so motel. they do have tvs in motels and oh yeah 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 they have all the basics mm-hmm. they don't give you um shampoo and conditioner at motel six okay that's one of the ways they get around the cost. I um, didn't learn that you can just ask hotels for toothpaste because they usually don't provide it uh-huh. at the front desk. And oh, I yeah. I often forget the toothpaste when I travel. Oh, yeah. Razors, all kinds of shit you can get for free. But Motel 6 is no frills, okay? It's yeah. not giving you that stuff, which I also fully support because I think that the um, system for hotel shampoo, conditioner, lotion is so fucking wasteful. Right. Um like how much plastic they go through is disgusting yeah and like you know we all like bring those little bottles home but if you leave it there and you've stayed i assume they're just trashing it if you've used any of it you know if you right. even open the lotion they're now throwing it away and replacing it there's a few hotels like um the standard and like i think four seasons typically are very green mm-hmm. and they just have one dispenser that's on oh, the yeah, wall of the shower and they refill it i was gonna say that yeah like how gyms sometimes do i'm like yeah that's smart and i don't know why every chain in the world can't have that because <laughs> it's so incredibly wasteful all the plat like the plastic on the little cups that they give you like yeah. it's just you know on all the coffee supplies plastic 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 and i can't imagine like how much that generates compared to you know, I know we're getting rid of the straws because of the turtles uh-huh. and that very sad video of the turtle. With, but so many other like more wasteful forms of like plastic use going on. Right. That I'm like, where are these straw people to come f- <laughs> fix yeah. this hotel situation? Because they've got the money. 
Yeah. I guess restaurants have money too. But So I appreciate that Motel 6 doesn't like subscribe to any of that. They're just like, bring your own shit. <laughs> Get is- your own shampoo. Or maybe they'll have a little vending machine downstairs, but usually not. It's very like you can get ice mm-hmm. and that's your only guarantee. <laughs> Um, you moved around because you were talking about moving to Portland and LA and I, and you lived in a lot of places before, right? Um, so it does kind of feel like this theme of like, you like to r- not run, uh, but like you do like to be on the move. Do you like, what's the longest you've lived in a pla- a city? I've lived in places for a really long time. I feel like I haven't moved that much compared to a lot of people because I, I went to school and, you know, I went to college in the East Bay where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, I've mostly lived on the West Coast and then briefly in New York, but I lived in Portland for three years. Um, I've been in L.A. for almost three and I lived in the Bay Area most of my life um, because it's the best place Mm -hmm. to go and live and be from. I can no longer afford to live there, but um, that is a really hard place to leave. Yeah, it's a very hard place. It's like a pocket. It's its own thing. Yeah, it's a crazy place to be from because it's like. That's where people move to. Right. People who are from shitty places move to the Bay Area. But I think that of like, LA and New York. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, but And I've now lived in all of those, mm-hmm. you know? But it's just like, it's such an awesome place. I'm heavily biased. And I'm not talking about San Francisco, but specifically, specifically the East Bay. It's so hard to leave when you grow up there. Like, my whole family's still there, you know? Where in the East Bay are you from? Um, so as a little kid, um, this town called El Sobrani, which is like on the border of Richmond, um, in the East Bay. And then when I went to Berkeley, I lived in Oakland and then stayed there for like 12 or 13 years or however long. So I lived most of my life in Oakland. I'm from the South Bay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I've had mixed feelings about the Bay, but I think, uh, I got a little jaded with a lot of the, um, I don't know, but I, it might be different in the East Bay, but the South Bay, there's definitely like a, for so long, I f- thought it was so progressive and I really liked how if people seemed open-minded, but then after leaving and living in New York and LA and going back, it's really this like sort of pseudo liberalism mm-hmm. and, uh, and so much privilege, which is fine. I mean, I have it too, but I mean, I'm obviously from there, but there's a, there's really a lack of self-awareness there that bothers me, but yeah, <laughs> the South Bay is, um, it's pretty different. I mean, I like it down there too, but it's a um it's a different demographic and it feels like less mixed than the East mm-hmm. Bay. You know, it's like a heavily Asian demographic, right? Yeah. And um yeah, and obviously a lot of Latino folks. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like and then all that money came into the South Bay. So, Right, there's a lot of well, the, it's expensive. Everyone works in tech, but there's also like um for the uh the youth like a high pressure to succeed, but it's really like achievement based to the point where it's almost like but you you don't really when you're in it you kind of like loosely are like yeah 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 we'll joke about this and then you leave and you're like oh this is like not how like you there's other ways to live you yeah. don't have to live like this it, it's so bizarre to to be from there and. uh Cause you, when you're in it, you eat it. I don't know. Like I ate it up. I was like, and mm-hmm. I still maybe have it a little, like what we're talking about my need to just be doing stuff. There's a feeling of like, well, if you know, you, you got to always be working on stuff. Yeah, like, totally. Do you feel like that's related to the, um, pseudo liberalism at all where it's like, it's in the Bay area. So like on the surface, on the surface we're liberals, but also like a lot of Asian parents seem to have like very Republican ideals mm, for sure. <laughs> when it comes to like, um, I don't know, just like fiscally. Yeah, no, fiscally, fiscally but also so, like socially too. Like I think a lot of Asian parents, there's a feeling of like, it's a s- double standard cause it's like immigrant culture. So it's like, you know, you work hard, you bring yourself up, you, but then there's also this feeling of like, well, I did it. So everybody else can too. But it's like, well, yeah. you have to recognize that like, but you, you know, everybody's background is different and like, you know, there is inherent race bias. Like yeah. Asian people don't get treated the same way as black Americans, you know, like you can't just be like, we'll just study harder. It's like, it, you're just gonna, you're not, it's not the same. Um, yeah. But, but, uh, but yeah, but there are struggles. So that's, that's why it's hard to explain to like an older generation Asian person who moved from like China or whatever. Cause they, they did have to deal with a lot and go through hoops and struggles. So I think they do feel like they earned it mm-hmm. and it's not that they didn't earn it. It's just that like not everyone has the privilege yeah. to be able to get the same return on their efforts. Yeah, totally. But, um, 
yeah at the same time it's, it is still an immigrant story so mm-hmm. it's like like um i someone told me oh josh androsky's like uh, says like don't go to the roost because like <laughs> the owner of the roost is a trump supporter and oh, i'm like okay. i didn't know that i heard the griffin was uh well that was a whole other proud big boys. to do <laughs> yeah where they let proud boys in and whatever josh made it a big thing but um um <laughs> uh, i don't think it's okay that there were proud boys there but also like i think the owner had a great response and you know yeah. i think it's fine to go there if you want to go to the griffin um but i'm like i do not care that this old asian lady who's like has a an underground restaurant in the back of her bar is a Trump supporter. Like, I just don't care. I should care. But because she is that immigrant story, I'm like, you know, that sucks that after all that hard work, she's like supporting someone who for sure does not support her at all. But Mm -hmm. I was like, she's just about her money you right, know like that whole place is that. a scam yeah for sure i mean there's layers to that too because it's like she's probably thinking about her money and how it affects her but also that's the kind of thing that sort of um survival mentality that got her there so it would be weird to suddenly change like we have the privilege to be able to have discourse and you know we went to college and people to like talk about it but i think for someone who's like lived their life surviving they they're like well this is what worked for me and yeah. also they Telling that someone like that that like oh this person doesn't support you they're like who cares nobody supported me like yeah like has any president really supported yeah. her like I mean whatever Barack exactly. is great but like most of the time they're all like just a version of like a a white old man who mm-hmm. wasn't really for her so she's like I don't what's the why do I care like I've always kind of been working against the enemy and now this one means more money in my pocket today yeah she also might be in a place where she's like well my other option was a white lady and in my experience. Mm-hmm. white ladies have been awful to me you know like that's totally possible finally we're all starting to recognize <laughs> the white lady villain finally <laughs> um but oh, and i also want to clarify like i am not saying the roost is shady <laughs> and not, not subscribing to like this very racist like I'm asian ladies are sneaky out, situation trump supporter um i i it is shady because um they say that they only take cash, but they don't. They for sure take credit cards, but they just want everything to be in cash. Right. But you can be like, come on, and then she'll take your card. <laughs> so, yeah. like, it's possible. But And then, the, yeah, they have, like, a probably a legal restaurant going on in the back. <laughs> I just want to clarify why I was saying shady. <laughs> Not no, like, no, yeah. It's definitely it's a divey like, bar. That's the yeah. kind of vibe. And then there's definitely a character to it. And, yeah, and she, she's, a, she's a character and part of it. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how he found out she was a Trump supporter. I have no idea. But also, you know what Trump supporters have? Fucking baller Christmas decorations. Okay? Because <laughs> that place on Christmas is so beautiful. Uh-huh. And I'm like, listen, if this is what I get out of Republicans, because the Griffin's <laughs> not going to put up fucking Christmas decorations. So it, the Griffin kind of feels like it's out of a Harry Potter book a little bit. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I, I do like a dive bar that seems like they're doing some stuff illegally because <laughs> I don't know, maybe I have like this. Well, this goes back to your being on the lamb. Right. There's a exactly. feeling of wanting. <laughs> but I do relate a little bit to that because it's like we can't have our cake and eat it too. Like people love to go to places that are like, oh, this feels like it's underground. This almost feels like like I shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. But then any of those places, if you go to their Yelp reviews, have terrible ones because there's always someone who's like, the service was awful. I can't even believe this establishment is yeah. open. And you're like, what did you fucking expect? Like, so yeah, what, what did you want? Like, <laughs> I use, and when it's not a restaurant, like restaurants, if I'm eating, that's a different thing. But Yelp reviews, I use when I'm on the road and will specifically often go to motels and or dive bars if they have a terrible rating. Yeah. I mean, I read through a few to make sure why. And a lot of the time it is just straight up racism right Mm -hmm. because there'll be these reviews from white ladies who (laughs) are like i was in my motel room and there were some shady characters outside playing music you know and it's like okay i know what you mean like this is in like a latino area and Uh probably yeah there were probably some guys outside playing music that does not mean that you are going to get murdered. Right. That just means like you're at a motel that's cheap enough where people are having fun at it and you're mm-hmm. not fun. Um, <laughs> but you're scared of Mexican dudes. And you also so, like, don't want to pay money. It's like yeah. you're there. So like <laughs> it's like, yeah, whenever there's uh, even nice hotels will have that. Um, 
where it's like someone will be like, ah, like for such a nice hotel, I was expecting better. And it's like, this sounds like black someone people who's there. Mad yeah. Or that, but also sometimes just sounds like someone who's mad because they actually didn't have the money and wanted the experience. And like, oh, I yeah. didn't get what I wanted. Totally. So, so it's like everyone just is, I don't know, selfish. <laughs> There's a, when I was living in New York, um, I, stayed in Greenpoint and there um you know there's like a lot of very cool bars in Greenpoint mm-hmm. within walking distance and then there was one place that I looked on Yelp had like not a great rating um Greenpoint is a Polish neighborhood mm-hmm. that has been gentrified by young white people um but there's still a lot of Polish people there right and so every review was just like bartender's rude bartender's cold bartender won't talk to me and I'm like oh that's where I'm going because <laughs> Who the fuck is like at a bar to make a friend? Right. That you're a loser. Like, yeah. and it was exactly what I thought it was going to be, which is an old Polish lady who, <laughs> guess what? Gives you all your drinks fast and cheaply yeah. and there's no bullshit. Right. So I'm like, of course I'm going to go there. Like, but, and it's an adorable bar. It's called the Capri Social Club. Oh, she yeah, also just, there. I love cool. that place. She just subscribes to her own hours. She just like closes certain days and... <laughs> With no notice, you know, like just on a regular night, like it's like we're closing at 10 and I just love that, you know, but yeah, it's all, I mean, most of Yelp is just entitled white people who are like, I basically finding nice bullshit ways to say this person did not defer to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm giving them a one star. Like I couldn't speak to the manager. Yeah. There's a, there used to be a bar um, in LA. I don't know if you ever went called the uh, Smog Cutter. And that kind of reminded me of it's, it was like an old Asian lady that owned it and mm-hmm. they would have karaoke, but it was really like divey. Like karaoke was ba- it's not a karaoke bar. There's like a TV. It was tiny. It's smaller than this, you know, whatever room that we're in. And uh, and then people just gather around the TV and sang. And yeah, it was fun. But yeah, yeah she just walk around and like wave chairs around and just be like, if you give me money, I'll put your song up. Like, yeah, I love it. it. Super fun. But yeah. Um, OK, well, I want to play a game. This actually transitions really well because my the game I wrote today has to do with uh, nice hotels. Okay. So, because I wrote this based on your confession. Um, it's called Motel 6 or Sick Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to read a review from Yelp, um, a one-star review. They're low-star reviews, mostly one-star. And uh, and then you'll just have to guess if it was a review for a Motel 6. Okay. Or a Sick Hotel, which is like a five, four or five-star hotel. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Let's see how well you know your Motel 6 is. All right, here's the first one. This is one-star review by Jerome K. Roaches everywhere. I can't sleep because of the roaches. I've been up killing roaches. It's 1 a.m. and I'm stuck here till morning. Never again. Was this a Motel 6 or a sick hotel? I think it was a sick hotel. This was a Motel 6 in Houston, Texas. Oh, Houston. Oh, no. (laughs) Houston. Okay, here's the second one. Uh, okay, this is uh, one star by Aaliyah D. The room was dark with no lighting. The remote for the TV was broken and half the buttons didn't work. The safe was broken, yet you have to pay resort fee when nothing works. I spoke to the front desk about the broken safe and nothing was done. The room doesn't look anything like the photos. Do not stay here. I feel like since there's a safe and a resort fee that it's a sick hotel. <laughs> that probably gave it away. I'm like, I've never <laughs> stayed in a motel. Do they have safes? No, they don't. Okay. They don't have anything. They don't have anything. <laughs> Sick hotel. You're correct. This was the Mondrian in Los Angeles, Whoa. which is a four-star hotel. Uh, but not for Aaliyah. It was not. Okay, he, next one. One star by Miss Vanity Vixen. I will never return to this place. Roaches and a horrid service, and they are extremely racist. I knew I wasn't <laughs> the only person getting backlash from front desk. As I sat waiting for checkout, I watched as front desk treated black minorities with disrespect. Sounds like a Motel 6 to me. It was a Motel <laughs> 6 in Hollywood. <laughs> I was going to say it could be any. Like, nice hotels get really racist, too, which really there's fucking bugs me racist so Racist everywhere. Ugh, yes, which I recognize my privilege even, like, you know, being able to scoot around and go from motel to motel and not have any issues and not get asked for my credit card. Like, mm-hmm. I, I totally understand my experience is unique and it's funny you say that because when when i was on that tour with david and chris yeah um i you know a couple times i'm like depending on what southern oregon you know i'm like maybe you should stay in the car while me and chris (laughs) check in and he's like all right amy i know what's going Uh, on and i'm like it's for your own benefit (laughs) like like they would just say because if someone is shitty to you Mm -hmm. i will lose it 
Right. And we need a room. So just like maybe let's just keep it chill. But it's also so gross that, of course, yeah. like that's even that something you have to think about. But yeah, I've been in plenty of places where I've checked in with David and like they've not asked me for shit and, you know, mm-hmm. tried to ask him for a $200 deposit or whatever. What? And the- then I've had to step in <laughs> and it's just like. Yeah, I mean, I have so much privilege traveling where I just, like, don't get questioned ever. And I wish that were the case for everyone. So, fuck this Motel 6. And it's also in Houston? No, this one's in uh, Hollywood. Right here. Okay, in don't our stay at the Motel 6 in Hollywood. The racist bastards. <laughs> okay, here is, let's see. Okay, next one. Uh, one star by Miss P. Do not stay here. Housekeeping steals. I put $1,200 in my pillowcase and the housekeeping cleaned the room and stole my money. <laughs> Management did nothing other than suggest I mage a police report. Do not stay here. Is this a Motel 6 or a sick hotel? Um, I'm going to say Motel 6. You're right. It's I feel Motel like the lady's lying. I'm for sure didn't have $1,200. Did $1, yeah. She stayed. Hello. Hi. Come on How's in. it going? Sorry. We're almost done. Um, that is correct, and it was in Vegas. I didn't even think she was lying. Whoa. I just thought I was like, "That's a dumb thing to do." Maybe she wanted. She's trying to get night. money out of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, no, but I think you're right. Yeah. Sometimes there, there was one I didn't put in because it's too, not too obviously like whatever. But it was someone from Motel Six that was like, uh, mad that they wanted. He was like, "I was just um, I my daughter only had like one afternoon to hang out, so we decided to meet up at the motel and for just one hour, and they wanted to charge her for a full set." I'm like you're lying like you probably tried to have a prostitute and they charged you and you got married. yeah yeah but like but then the story he was like and i just wanted to hang out with my daughter and they charge her and for sure. the hour i'm like really like my young at the Korean motel daughter. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways <laughs> and he's just like i don't want to get caught <laughs> but uh people like to lie uh okay uh number five one star by ghl do not step in this hotel of liars and thieves. There are better hotels. A disgusting service. One star, because there is no zero. Whoa. It's written almost like a poetry. I it's love like that one. split up in four I'd lines. give zero stars if I could. <laughs> There's so many of this. I think that's a sick hotel. Yeah, what makes you say that? Um, I feel like, I mean, it sounds like someone who could not afford that room and then <laughs> stayed there. Correct. Like you were saying. This was a five-star hotel. This is the Cosmopolitan Hotel in Vegas. One star by David S. He's just trying to get a little power back, you know? Yeah. He felt bad. Number. Okay. There's two more. This is. Okay. You're doing really well. (laughs) Thank you. This is also why, you know, if you're spending under $70, there's like not that much you can get mad about. True. Once you get over the $100 range, that's where your entitlement sort of kicks in where you're Mm. like, this isn't perfect. So I just never have to worry about it. I'm like, place to sleep. Fucking motel six. $50. If it's gross, like I did this to myself, but for the most part, it's fine. That's true. That's a good theory or um, motto to live by is just to always don't spend as much as you want to spend. Spend as much as you want to spend minus like whatever, a hundred or something. So that yeah. if you're unhappy with it, you're like, well, I spent less than yeah, I wanted. Yeah, no big loss. Exactly. Right. <laughs> um, okay. This one. One star from Laura C. Avoid this hotel at all costs. The owner assaults and abuses animals. Warrant for his arrest for setting dogs on fire. Oh, my God. It's a dump of a hotel and the restaurants around are douche central. I'm going to say Motel 6. Oh, wait. Did you say there's a restaurant in it? Around. Oh, I'm going to say Motel 6 because of the animals. Um... It is a sick hotel. This is the dream downtown in New York. Whoa. It's a four-star hotel. I didn't know this, but apparently the owner was uh, like under, um, uh, what's it called? Under fi- investigation for setting dogs on fire. In the hotel? I don't know if it was in the hotel, but he was connected to it. But Why do you want Mushu to hear oh, these terrible Mushu. stories? He's been through Mushu, enough. we'll never burn you. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's terrible. So I know. It's very terrible. Well, don't but stay at the dream either. So really, nice hotels are not necessarily an indication of good management. No, of course not. Um, okay, here's your final one. Okay. So I think you're, I think you're, uh, if you get this one, you win. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like three. Where everyone's two. winning. Okay. Two, this is two star from Rachel F. I want to remove my star off of here. This is an accident. I have never even slept at the place. I ordered a room, reserved the room rather, and was trying to check in early. The front desk clerk had a very nasty attitude. 
and would not hear me out when I was trying to talk. She wouldn't even let me speak. I offered to pay extra money to check in early. She turned her back to me as if I was not even standing there. This person is very rude and does not need to be in customer service at all. She did not even try to help me. Do not, do not, I repeat, do not (laughs) go to this place to give them your money. They are not worthy of your business. Thank you. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. I'm going to say sick hotel. This is a Motel 6 in Denver, Colorado. Oh, Denver. I've probably stayed there. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe you recognize any of these. Well, thank you for playing. You did a very good job. The moral of this story like is it doesn't won. matter how... Yeah, you still won. The moral of the story is no matter how nice of a hotel you stay in, there's, it's all the, it's all, people are shitty everywhere, truly. It's true. You just got to watch your back and exactly. be a good person. <laughs> and then you'll get through life all right. Be vigilant. <laughs> be vigilant. Um, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Where yeah. can people find you? Uh, my website's Amy Miller Comedy on Twitter. I'm just Amy Miller, Amy Miller Comedy on Instagram. It's pretty much all of it. Yeah, and go see her. Are you, do you have any road shows coming up? Um, I'll be in Portland on December 15th at the Siren Theater. Cool, cool. Yeah, go see Amy. Go see Amy. Um, if you like hotels, motels, let me know. <laughs> What's Where do you stand? <laughs> um, and you can follow this podcast at Tell Me Anything Pod on Instagram. And also join our Patreon, patreon.com slash tellmeanythingpod. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye.